0: Persephone has a deep, rich, and transformative story. She's associated with endings, as her name etymology suggests those who destroy the light. And though Persephone is seen as a dark, mature goddess, she also embodies maiden and mother energy too. Her journey of abduction by Hades to become queen of the underworld is one of transformation. She uses her newfound power to improve upon the underworld and create a better place for those who dwell within. In this interview we will be chatting with one of my favourite souls, Nydia Rosario, a Persephone devotee who has been worshipping the goddess for years. Nydia shares her thoughts on Persephone astrology, practice and offers advice for those who are interested in learning more about this powerful queen deity. Now, Nydia Rosario is a third generation witch from New York whose main focus is helping to guide people spiritually through her tarot practice by using their own gifted intuition along with messages from guides and deities. She's been working with Persephone for years and would love to connect with you on tarot. You can catch her on Instagram at Nightshade Reads Tarot. So, hi, welcome to Deity Devotions, Nydia. Thank you so much for joining me.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm excited.
0: Me too. Like, Persephone is obviously going to be, like, amazing to be just discussing with you, of all people. Like, you're one of my favorite people. So, how long you. have we been in each other's life for now?
1: Oh my god, I think it's well over a year now, no?
0: Yeah, I was going to say, like, it's near the two-year mark at this point. Yeah, absolutely. So, like, we we've had um several seasons together we've had our own like winter yes. to spring seasons like a few yes times.
1: we've had our second our second spice season actually so i think we are going on the second year mark already it's lovely dating you this long
0: yes <laughs> <laughs> i love it i love it okay so persephone we're, we're going to just chat about her names right she's known by many names uh core cora uh proserpina Ice queen, mm-hmm. iron queen, um, mistress of the erignées, a D'Aignes, um imagery of like pomegranates, obviously, uh, yes. bats, uh, the narcissus, uh, daffodil flowers, um, dark wine, big fan yes. of myself. honey, iron, and flower crowns. So like yes. that's such an interesting mix, like dark wine, flower crowns, bats, daffodils, like that's is there anything there that you think
1: I missed out no I think you pretty much touched on everything I think that that's that's really what's really like amazing about her she's all of these things in one she's not one thing right she isn't just this soft you know spring daughter of Demeter she's this you know badass queen of the night you know queen of the underworld and i think that that's the appeal of her that that really is what makes her one of those deities that people kind of want to get to know more it's just that she's she's just so multifaceted
0: i'm loving this because as these deity devotion sessions go on like i started them with the conversations mainly about the dark goddesses and um how they are multifaceted like mm-hmm. it is that they are so much more than like this bad bitch bad witch like mm-hmm. the thing mm-hmm. that people have like how people feel about them um it's something that like is really interesting to explore and the psychology and even if you just like imagined yourself in um their shoes and like what their stories are what their history are you know it's um really I don't know it just makes everything seem a little bit more human doesn't it
1: absolutely absolutely I think that's I think that's always just something with her especially I think that it's it's one of the things that if people ask me about Persephone I always tell them like you know she I, I really want people to know her as more than just the story they teach you about her. She's more than just her, her abduction. She's more than just the seasons. She's more than, than that. She is the symbol of, you know, light and darkness in people. She is, you know, so like, for example, you know, you meet people that are just like, I, I don't want you know, I don't like being like this, this, this really nice person because people take advantage of me or, or if I'm, if, if I explore my shadow side, I, I, you know, I'm going to tap into something that's a little taboo or that's a little scary. Or, you know, I think that with Persephone and personally working with her, I think she helps to develop and helps you to really understand and accept and acknowledge, you know, both sides of that in yourself. And she really helps to bring out like that autonomy in people. She helps to bring that together. So I think that's really important for people to know about her because she's just for me anyway, she's just inspiring in that way. Her story is much more than just like the baseline that you learn.
0: That's amazing. Uh, There is also something else that I wanted to talk about with Persephone. I've like from my own personal connections of uh, wonderful people in the community, like yourself, she seems to be drawn to, or has a relationship with people who I personally view as hardworking, like amazingly um, resilient, and people who sometimes have been dealt a bit of a shit hand. Who Handle it in a way that they don't victimise. Like, that's not a go-to. Sometimes we go through phases. Sometimes we go through stages. But, like, Persephone seems to go to the ones who are like, no, I'm not a victim. I am working hard. I am getting through this. Like, it, I, I said, like, you know, these dark goddesses shouldn't be this bad witch energy. But, mm-hmm. like, that seems to be who she's working with. I've mm-hmm. noticed. And there's, like, six people I can think of right now. And like you all have those similar traits and i Mm -hmm. I think i know i don't know i think it's really interesting to me that specifically with persephone you know i think that's kind of incredible um so she sees something in you that's almost like royalty maybe i am not i'm not
1: (laughs) yeah Yeah. i think it's a i think it's a a misunderstanding in people i think that you find i i I agree completely with what you're saying. I think that in her story, there's so much misunderstanding, right? Some people see her as this delicate flower. Some people see her, like you said, as this, this cold queen, right? This iron this iron queen. And I think that there's a misunderstanding there to think that she's one or the other, or she shouldn't be this, or she shouldn't be that. And I think that when you encounter people who work with with Persephone, you start to realize that these people are misunderstood, you know, you see someone, and for me personally, people meet me, and upon meeting me, their first thought is, oh my god, what a bitch, she looks like such a bitch, like I'm not gonna talk to her, she looks like such a bitch, and then really, when you talk to me, you're like, oh my god, this is the nicest person I've ever met, you know, and I, I find that meeting people who, like you say, work Persephone, there's just this misunderstanding there, and I think, that's the beauty of working with her. She helps you work through that because even for myself, it it's hard to get past that stigma. You almost think and analyze yourself to the point of insanity. Like, how do I get past this this notion that I'm a bitch? Like, what do I do? How how do I speak, or should I stand different, or you know? And she she helps you to kind of break away from that thought process and really just love yourself more. Start in.
0: Like, that's amazing <laughs> <laughs> I knew that this I knew that this conversation was gonna go like this like I, I, love that I can chat with you all the time all okay day, so, right <laughs> All day. like even after this is finished I know that we're gonna be on the call for a while you know <laughs> yes um okay so let's talk about Persephone astrologically right yes Asteroid number 399, which I implore you to seek in your birthnatal chart for anybody who's listening. Um, There are different astrological associations for our Scorpio rose, such as Core, a moon off of Jupiter, as well as asteroid number 504. There's Proserpina, which is asteroid number 26 as the maiden and young wife element of our lady who destroys the light. You know, she loves a nickname. Um, <laughs> Rosevina, class H57, as a hypothetical planet in our solar system. And finally, like I say, Persephone, um, our seasoned queen and mythological legend. So Persephone is the reminder that we do not lose ourselves when we love someone or something, but we choose to become more. So, Nadia, I've taken a look at your chart, and guess where Persephone is placed? Tell me. (laughs) So, she's in your fifth house, a space for inner child healing, creative endeavors, our sexuality, and also in the sign of Libra. So, beautiful souls who balance their inner and outer worlds. So, it's no wonder why you feel connected to her. Um, She's directly connected to your chart positioning. Uh, This speaks directly to beautiful playfulness and diplomatic romance, Uh, beautiful Mm -hmm. expression, sharing your sensuality equally, and being seen as an equal in a relationship, and you value play in your relationship. But then there's more. You also have Cora in the fifth house in Virgo, so structured play and setting time aside for yourself to connect for fun. Uh, Maybe it's something that gets overlooked and where you could turn to we're nurturing a little bit more. Um, Proserpina 26 in Cancer and in the second house. So some strong family ties, strong family values, especially when it comes to motherhood and security. Mm -hmm. Um, So Proserpina H57, the hypothetical one, that's conjunct with Pluto in the sixth house, Scorpio. And this is the house that rules our service to others in an intimate dark and transformative space so Persephone was hypothetically a mother at one stage with Adonis um Mm -hmm. so it may be how you'd view parenting um it's an area of deep privacy which we don't have to explore on the podcast um I know my boundaries (laughs) so how do you feel about all of that
1: that's great that's incredible I think it's spot on you know um I'm not very good with astrology so I I love hearing it from people who are really great about it I love to hear like how it how it correlates because I usually find that it's very spot on so I think that's great I love that
0: good awesome so Persephone how did how did this start like when did you first connect with her
1: um so well obviously The very first introduction with Persephone and just the Greeks in general, right, happened in my youth. Everyone, I think, you know, learning the Greek myths and having to read up on them and all of that stuff. But I think um, I think it became more intimate back in during the pandemic when things were just so chaotic that I kind of like deep dived back into my spiritual practice. And I was just like, you know, I need to ground myself more. I need to get back to my roots. I need to, you know, start over and, and, and really reconnect with myself. And I started dreaming about her. I started having like really deep dreams, you know, and it wasn't just the normal dreams. It was really her kind of connecting and creating this bond, showing me like past life experiences, you know you know, I had a dream once where I was like a handmaiden for her, or I was working in a temple once that was in honor of Persephone. You know, I even had a dream that was just so connected where I I felt myself in her body walking in, in the underworld, like, you know, so we really connected over time. And then from there, I was just like, I think I need to, you know, set up space and in my altar and and really just connect with her in that way and and you know i began lighting candles and you know reaching out to her through prayer and kind of talking to her and researching and really kind of diving deep connecting to her a little more
0: that's beautiful and so would you say that through this you you would say that your relationship has changed your spiritual practice then like what did it look like before um and now kind of thing what how does how has it changed your spiritual practice in that sense
1: I think for sure it's changed my spiritual practice I think that I was one of those people in my spiritual practice that felt like oh you know I want to please everyone you know like I want to make everybody happy I want to I want to do all of the things I want to do everything for everyone and I think that working with her helped me to kind of set up clear cut boundaries over time in my spiritual practice for myself, for, you know, my clients and the people that I work with, you know, I do my tarot readings. I, I do candle spells with people. And I realized that, you know, saying yes all the time was really cutting into myself energetically, you know, and I felt that I was like, Oh, if I say no, like, I'm am I, potentially ruining an opportunity for someone or am I going to hurt someone's feelings and then I realized like you know I'm draining myself I can't you know they say you can't fill someone's cup up with an empty chalice right and I I was like I I can't do this and I think working with her and learning more about her and her story and and how she kind of built her self-confidence up it really made me realize that you know it's okay to set boundaries it's okay to say no it's okay to just kind of put a line in the sand and say okay we can do this but we can't do this and kind of separating you know Nidia in my normal day-to-day life and nightshade right in my spiritual practice and being these two entities merging them together and kind of making that cohesive relationship
0: and and you say relationship there so i mean obviously she's been connecting with you through dream work you feel and Mm -hmm. through like your tarot like would you say like you call on her and just like you utilize her in that way or is that more of a just when you are talking to her directly versus everyday tarot and through your business
1: i do i do so i do um connect with her through the tarot i actually use um alicia's deck oh cool I do, and I use that for you know connecting to my ancestors, connecting to my deities, and um, I do candle work. You know, I actually do a full celebration for her and uh, Hades during Mavon, You know, where I, I buy the wine, I buy the flowers, cook, I do a whole thing. You know, so we connect in those ways, and oh,
0: that's beautiful. And so this relationship how does she show you that it is a two-way a two-way street then like how does she you know make it apparent that it's like a relationship a friendship a connection versus like pure devotional worship
1: i think like for us there's no there's no demand with her i don't feel like she's one of those like pushy deities i know that you know i've even worked with deities that are a little more pushy
0: (laughs) bill the tea who who is more pushy for you
1: i so Odin very
0: <laughs> like boundaries you can be no, like that's negative, okay
1: so. <laughs> odin is odin is actually very particular right I, he's very like this is my space i don't want anyone in my space this is where i and don't put anyone here i don't want to be with the greeks i don't want this this is what i prefer this is how i need it so it's very different you know But with Persephone, I feel like, you know, there's no pushiness, there's no demands like you have to do this, it has to be this way, you know, our relationship is very much about reciprocity, you know, like, I feel like I can come to my altar, even without something in my hand, but I can, I can kneel there, I can give all of my, you know, troubles my worries and and say everything to her and feel like a weight is lifted off of me like she's heard me and she's taken all of these troubles away from me and not feel the need to have to like give something in that moment and if I'm out and about and maybe I I get a feeling I see something and I'm like oh this will be great for her and I'll just pick it up and just give her something it feels like that friendship thing like oh I thought of you today like you know and it that's what makes it for me feel like we're more like working together rather than for you
0: yeah i love that it is like a, a working together yeah. uh, that's really nice mm-hmm. so you know we talked a little bit about her perceived um you know personality and you know there are a lot of strong themes for persephone of her being like a bit of a bitch a cold queen like Mm -hmm. um you know orpheus mentioned her as the iron queen um which Mm -hmm. doesn't surprise me because it was all written by men a very long time ago Mm -hmm. um how is she really like what do you think of that
1: i think that you know, and it's funny you bring up Orpheus. Um, <laughs> so, I think that for her in particular, I don't think that she's a cold queen. And and it, it's funny because I think it, it runs into the themes of today, right? Like, you know, if you see a strong, beautiful woman in power, it's like she's a bitch. She's she's bossy. She's cold. Like, you know, it it really runs into the <laughs> into like all of the themes you see on the news today, right? So. I think it's just a a coping mechanism really for men or like you know the thought process that fear of change or that women in power or like they're bad like you know so I think that like the difference with her like especially in in Greek mythos like people are used to seeing queens like Hera right who's who was a kind of slave to her husband she was under Zeus's thumb right And it's different to see Persephone who kind of stood beside Hades and kind of made choices and decisions with him or even without him by her side. So I think that that was something, you know, that people were like shocked about, you know, but she was very fair in her ruling. Everything was about right or wrong. You know, she kind of pardoned and passed punishments based off of the individual themselves. So orpheus like we said you know she was willing to let him you know return or return him to the the land of the the living right so long as he didn't look back right and then he did (laughs) so when he describes her as this like iron queen and and things of that nature it's like of course you know it it didn't work in your favor (laughs) yeah so then that that's why you kind of feel the way you feel i suppose like you know you feel kind of wronged if you will but in all honesty it kind of shows that she was willing to give a little bit more but also not be used or you know
0: no no that's true i i read this um like article argument because a lot of my like work life now because backyard banshee is my work life um it does involve just reading really mad shit a lot of the time i'll be honest it's just like yeah he's deciphering through the madness which i also kind of love um but one of them was that it was actually quite calculated for persephone to let orpheus go fully knowing that men you know won't a listen to women and b Mm -hmm. and help themselves like it's within their own nature to Mm -hmm. you know um go down that route so you know orpheus was an amazing um musician and she weighed up well i can let him go and he might get his love and that's nice or Mm -hmm. you know i can let him go knowing that he's going to fail and then Mm -hmm. i have a musician here in you know this land for all eternity um so it's like a bonus soul for her so like again that was like painting like her as like a calculated cold-hearted um like in the tarot she's the queen of swords like strategic thinking there Mm. um so i i can see to some aspect that she's just a very smart woman for mm-hmm. sure, um, if that's how she identifies. I'm just presuming here, and that's pretty rude. But um, she's a very smart person, and I wonder how that plays out in terms of her wants and her desires. I mean, with Hades, they instantly made the, her an equal. Like, there was no drama, no fighting about it like this is my queen she has a say you know and I mm-hmm. kind of fucking love that like I think that's amazing mm-hmm. um but yeah like you say when men fuck up and they you know have to put their rage somewhere historically it's been aimed at either their neighbor the or woman. their wife like yeah like the right. yeah.
1: yeah it's the women
0: yeah um <laughs> so, hmm okay so for the folks who are wondering like how to connect with persephone like how would you advise people to connect with her other than like researching her and her mythology like what is a great way to connect with her
1: i think shadow work is great i think shadow work is it's feared by many but i think it's a great way to really explore some of the things you probably didn't know you needed to really explore about yourself and tackle about yourself you know um reaching out is great you know if it's something you want to do if it's something you you really really truly want to explore and you come you know with good intentions you know I think go out there light a candle you know state your intentions you know be very specific like you know give me a sign or or come to me in a dream or you know show me like this is something that we can do together you know I think she's very open to working with people and helping them help themselves and work on themselves you know if you just it's all about kind of putting in that at work that balance that effort you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You,
0: you you mentioned um like performing like a beautiful ritual for around Mabon um Mm -hmm. which is um September 22nd um Mm -hmm. in the Northern Hemisphere and around uh March the 22nd in the Southern Hemisphere um so like would you say that that's the best time astrologically to connect with her or it could be any time or it could be like in a winter period or a spring period like you know when when would you suggest
1: I mean, I personally feel like you could connect at any time. I think that depending on yourself and, and what you're trying to tackle, you know, if you are, you know, searching for that more courageous dark queen, then I think Mavon is a great time to connect with her when she's in that power, when she's stronger in that element you know, if you want to connect with more of those, you know, childlike elements, and you're really trying to tackle some of those, you know, shadow periods of like your childhood, then yeah, then you should really kind of go for the belting um, period and, and and approach her then when she's in like a softer side, you know, those are definitely timeframes that you can do it. But if you don't know, if you're exploring yourself, if you have no direction yet, and you're interested, you know any period would be great and just kind of work with her to steer you in the right direction and figure out what it is specifically you kind of need to work on first to get you aligned
0: okay. I love that. and for anybody who's listening as well I have like a Persephone tarot spread on my um, website on com, but it also has a free interactive tarot reading for you as well so you could always give that a try don't have a deck yourself um and I've got a couple of other things on there as well like a a drink that you can create to like help you connect get in the mindset or even like a divination perfume oil so that you can anoint yourself or your magical tools or um, that sounded like I'm saying lube up like a dildo or something but that's (laughs) That's not where I was going with it, but they like, <laughs> to their own, you know. Um, Whatever
1: you fancy.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, in terms of divination, like, you know, she loves dark wine, so see would be amazing. Like, divination through mm-hmm. wine as well would be really, really cool. So it's, like, scrying through the wine, checking the sediments, like, looking for any ring patterns and things you see. Um, that's always really interesting. Um mm-hmm yeah I'm such a uh, such a fucking divination net. I'm always gonna be like, oh, let's try this. you know.
1: Um, mm. Malbec, and- Malbec I find is a favorite of hers.
0: A Malbec is also a very good choice of wines. <laughs> 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 Excellent face. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I look like a Merlot or a Malbec. Um, mm-hmm. British so I have terrible teeth anyway so I just embrace it all the, con- <laughs> all the red wine like let's go to let's all of it yeah <laughs> exactly yeah my dentist like you again um, <laughs> <laughs> um okay so Persephone is all kinds of magic um like what are your plans for your relationship with her moving forward like have you had a like been daydreaming about what you want to do next with her or like how does it look for you for the rest of 2023
1: i have actually a lot of things planned she and i have been working on some things Mm. actually um some goodies coming up um is this through nightshade reads tarot this is through nightshade reads tarot i've been you know, working on opening up my practice and my business more and kind of expanding what I've been doing. And I do want to open up to deity work more and, and allowing, you know, my followers and my clients to kind of explore the deities and even the ones I work with, especially. And so not just her other deities that I work with, I've been working on like candle kits to kind of honor them and work with them and even open up like we just talked about you know if you want to explore working with them um, you know I've been tr- working on putting together like a kit to kind of get that started and so that
0: sounds amazing yeah that sounds really cool mm. um yeah that, that, that's something I would even try as like a secular agnostic witch like for sure I would give that oh, yeah. Um, just because I love to explore the unknown and I love to be surprised so mm-hmm. yeah. um, okay so obviously people can connect with you on Nightshade Reads Charo I'll put that in the um, show notes for you so like people can find you quite easily as they should like you're a bloody human yes. Um so thank you don't don't hesitate to get in touch with Nadia, please
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes don't i promise i'm not a bitch
0: (laughs) (laughs) no i can confirm that she's definitely not a bitch but even if you were like fuck yeah like why not
1: um love that i'm not a honest tarot i will say that honest tarot
0: yeah and like you've gotta you've gotta be honest when it comes to tarot like right. <laughs> uh, even myself like I read uh, for myself last night and I was like exploring like a new project and I was um you know like how do I think that this is gonna go like uh is there anything that I should know and it was like reverse hermit death I was like fab got it. <laughs> you know yeah like you've got to have that sometime you know like, absolutely yeah yeah <laughs> kill it before it um kills you essentially That's right the message I got from that. Um yeah, so this has been really, really interesting. Thank you so much for sharing all these Thank lovely you. things with us. And um I can't wait to see these kits. How excited.
1: Very, very excited for everything. I'm excited. Working on it has been really fun and it's fun hearing those little tidbits in your head like, no, yes, that works. That doesn't work that so it's been fun um exploring that. So
0: Amazing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Nydia, and we will catch up with you very
1: soon. Thank you so much. This has been so great. You know, I love you. Mwah, mwah, mwah.